special edition of my podcast. This is the first of four podcasts in a series called Curveballs. So this will be the introduction, um, telling you a little bit about why um, this piece of work is coming forward. And then the following three podcasts will be more in-depth looks at three particular topics, which are relationships, yep, always fun, uh, women's health and heartbreak and trauma which at some point we all go through a little bit in our own different ways. And this piece of work's probably been on the build for a couple of years, but particularly in the last year, um, due to some personal experiences actually, which brought this to the fore, which I'll talk to you about in a moment. And that's the point of this intro podcast. But just to let you know that this piece of work, I'm, I'm really proud of what's being created. And it's a piece of work just there to support you and give you some tools in navigating life when things come out of the blue. You know, things can completely come like a wrecking ball out of nowhere unexpectedly and hit you. <laughs> I'm sure we've all been in that position before. And I realised that sometimes we're not really even sure how to navigate these things and, you know, how to not feel completely triggered by them, although often we will, and that's totally fine as well. But how to navigate our way through and not be a victim of our circumstances, but use what's happened and try and find an empowering move forward, which, you know, is not designed to bypass anything that's happened to you, but just to give you a way to move forward differently that's more regenerative than destructive. I suppose that's a good way to put it. So that's what this piece of work is going to be. And over the next few weeks, um, weekly, I'll be releasing another one of the podcasts. So um, inevitably, you know, there'll be some information in that for you or for people you know, or just interesting listening. And a lot of it's going to be tied into some of the things I've experienced in the last year. And because of that, I wanted to intro that at this point before we launch into the piece of work to let you know why this piece of work was created and why I made the decision to move forward with it. So with the work that I'm already doing, um, with osteopathy, with intuitive medicine, with energetics, with understanding the map of the body and and how many layers make us the human beings that we are. It really seemed that I'd be completely out of integrity and it just didn't make any sense for me not to discuss what happened in the last year for me. And we all have our own version of a story of events of our lives and other people will have different stories, but I think that the important thing here is to understand why you're bringing these things forward, why you feel how you feel, and that you know the trying to take an observational view of things is a very powerful way. It's hard not to be in the subjective when it's an emotional event that you've been through or that's directly affected and impacted your life. That being said, over time with the work I've done for myself particularly, I do find it slightly easier these days to be able to step back. That's not to say that I'm always able to step out of the emotive and the subjective. I'm, you know, that's that's a work in progress and I'm not sure it's something I completely want to do anyway. You know, emotions tell us so much about ourselves. But at the same time, with what happened in the last year, and I'll go on to talk about that in just a moment, it's been an invaluable tool for me. And I've spent the last six or seven months sitting kind of quite quietly with what's happened sitting within the grief and the emotional trauma of the situation to wait for a point where I felt like I wasn't going to be in a reactive space when I spoke about these things because it's 
it's a normal way to feel after something you know really big and and terrible happens to you you you're looking for justice for yourself and you're looking for why has this happened and you're searching for these things and I wanted to be in a more balanced space before I presented this work and I think that that's really important I'm very proud of that fact um but now's the time and here we go so curveballs came about from the most effing giant series of curveballs that came one after the other, all very related, I'm sure, um, in my life, starting about a year ago. Um, so in September last year, I had a miscarriage and it was a pretty gnarly one. I was um, I was seven weeks down the line, but the miscarriage itself was extremely traumatic and um, painful, actually. And I was in hospital overnight. Uh, very, yeah, at times it, it, it was a bit dodgy. And uh, so that was the first of the series of events. And then a few short months after that, um, while in the UK visiting my family for Christmas, my partner walked out and in a very traumatic, um, uh, very traumatic way, very unexpected way. And um, then shortly after that, after returning to New Zealand, um, I actually, the rental house that I was renting went on the market and where I live, it's a very, very difficult market to find a house and also tied into the relationship. I'd just merged my business with this person. So, and of my own choice, I stepped back out of the business because because of a various series of events, I had stepped back slightly from, from the front of that business to do the behind the scenes things. Um, so it was my choice to step back from that. But over a series of the last 12 months, I lost a baby, a relationship, a business, a house. So all my foundations, you know, just because why not, right? <laughs> and I laugh about it now, but I can promise you I was not laughing at the time. And uh, so, as you can imagine, um, lots of very big emotional ups and downs with those things. And particularly with um what happened at the end of last year and over christmas just a real blindsiding of of you know things happening that i didn't expect and happening from a really dark place as well um so the miscarriage itself you know being a very traumatic event and that takes a long time to get over those sort of things and we'll talk about this a lot lot more in the women's health podcast which I'm really going to encourage all the women and men to listen to out there because there's so much in there. And that doesn't just come from that event. It comes from years and years of working with women um, in the medical field with osteopathy and and their bodies. Very, very interesting. Um, But then, you know, shortly after that, experiencing, you know, the walking out of a partner that I had, you know, committed to, put all my cards on the table with. And that's not a very easy thing for me. I, you know, very much work to opening my heart up and being more receptive and connecting to people and more and myself on a much deeper level. Um, but yeah, it was it was the way it happened as well. So what I watched happen is um, a person that I had had love and respect for bring all of their trauma to me in one moment and dump it at my door and make me the villain of their story because there was a lot that hadn't been handled over time and I I literally watched with my own eyes as 
the real of that trauma throughout their timeline came and played out in one moment and jumped between different timelines of of trauma and almost you know moments in time that had been pegged and worked through and remained within the subconscious and the physicality and the personality of this person um and this is something that I've worked with with other people for a long long time and in fact we'd actually been working through in the relationship you know quite a lot but I watched the the nature of it become entirely detached so sometimes when trauma has become too much or is too much to bear you you just have to detach from the things that fill out that story so the story you create becomes your focus because any change or variation from that becomes unsafe Often people have been taught to have to preempt people's actions or to to know what's coming next in order to feel safe because there's been so much of their life where that hasn't been the case and they've been put into situations which are not safe for them in any way. Um, I got told many times in that relationship that I was too unpredictable and anyone who knows me will know that that's not necessarily true but that I am by nature very creative and gregarious and I've been working to bring that part of myself back in and this was something that wasn't able to happen in this relationship Um, and of course hindsight's a wonderful thing isn't it you know that's a five-year relationship of of trying to build something and work together and I realised I'd also been too committed to trying to make it work that I didn't actually see some of the red flags that were there and again hindsight's a beautiful thing isn't it but I can honestly say I don't regret you know bringing my whole heart to the table here and really trying I'm there's certainly things I would do differently next time but I don't have regrets and I certainly don't have regrets about how I handled the situation that played out and this is another reason why I wanted to bring this series of sort of webinars workshops and information forward for people from here because the outcome of it for me was so powerful having the ability to see things in different ways having some tools on hand oh my goodness like so important and also having the right people around me having set myself up within a group of people who are just so supportive but not so supportive that they wouldn't point out where perhaps I could see or do things differently and that's really really important however here I was dealing with an individual who wasn't able to do that and I thought they had been um, but it turns out that the detachment process psychologically was so marked and so intense that um, it just carried them further further away and almost to the point where they were consciously or not I don't think it was but you know that's just my opinion um, actually looking for a way out And, you know, it's one thing to fully accept that someone doesn't want to be with you anymore. But when the the actions and the words are very contradictory to that fact, and then you observe, you know, these past patterns come up and destroy everything that person's created for themselves, including the people who are, you know, within the tsunami of that ripple effect of which I was, then that becomes um, a little bit different. And watching the effects of this unresolved trauma which became the story became that identity of that person um really opened my eyes because it's one thing to know it and it's quite another thing to really observe it firsthand in its most you know brutal and powerful effect so that was a particularly tricky instant and especially because 
the finger was then pointed at myself and my family as the reasons why this person then, you know, walked out and then went AWOL. And it's, that's a moment in your life where you have to sit and really look at yourself, which I did. And you can probably hear my voice kind of at times here, kind of wavering, cracking a little bit. It's because there's still a lot of emotion around this for me and not necessarily towards that person, but just because I think it's such a sad thing to have to go through something like this, which could potentially have been avoided. And I don't want to go down that route either, because I do believe that a lot of things happen how they happen and that we, ha- we accept and take what we can from them. But was this avoidable? Um, yes, quite possibly so. Was the breakup avoidable? Who knows? Potentially not. But the way in which it happened and the trauma that happened with it and, you know, the devastating way in which it played out was totally avoidable. And I think that this is something that we all have to take responsibility for. How does our story affect other people? And this is something I really sat with as well in those whole events because, you know, there's two people in a relationship, well, more, of course, there's everyone's life story and the perception you bring to the table with that. But I had the tools to sit with myself and look. And one of the things that I'm very honest about and have been before is that I've, as a child, was very much a people pleaser. And that was to deal with the individuals I was around at the time and to survive. And I understand that we develop behaviours in order to survive. And that is something we really all must understand about ourselves. But The issue, of course, being that if you don't deal with that and understand that and understand your motives and the drives, the actions that you have and the thoughts that you have, you become a victim of your circumstances and then other people get pulled into that as well. And my recovering, people-pleasing, I will be happy to say, um, hooray celebrations, but it's always there a wee bit. But it meant that I probably put up with more than I needed to. And it probably meant that I looked at myself more harshly in situations than perhaps was healthy for me. And it did mean that probably the relationship potentially went further than it would have done had I been able to say that. That being said, you know, I would always speak my mind and have a conversation. Um, And we did get to a good place of being able to do that. But when you are detaching from the things that have happened to you and you are not living in integrity with what you're teaching and who you are and how you're acting. And look, we are all guilty of this at some times and it's just normal human behaviour, right? So just trying to understand how we move between different versions of ourselves. But honestly, what I experienced there was a complete detachment from the person they purported to be and who they actually are. And we show different versions of ourselves to different people. And I don't want to be egotistical, arrogant here and say that, you know, I know how you behaved and, you know, that's terrible, terrible and and all of this. But you know what? Um, Live your truth as best you can. I think that's a really good, a really good rule of thumb in general. And in order to do that, you have to be really honest about what you carry with you. And you have to be honest about the drives for the things that you do and how you are and who you, you know, the actions you take. Because if you don't, these things sit there and they build and they build. And being able to embody some of these emotions and actually work through them is a fundamental part of being a human being in a healthy space. And um, honestly, hands up, I thought that that was happening within the relationship. Um, But of course, we all have our blind spots. And as I said, I genuinely didn't do things perfectly. I'm fully aware of that. 
I'm aware of the things that I need to work with. I'm not afraid of them. You know, I'm happy to bring them to the fore and talk about them because they they lose power. And then, you know, other people can help you overcome and understand. But if you think you have to do it all on your own and that you have to be this version of something in order to justify who you are, that is quite a dangerous place. And it's certainly not one that sets you up for success in the long term. Um, so all of these experiences and all of these things really made me realise that I wanted to bring these experiences. And I'm, I'm very fortunate and I said I've worked very hard to to know study anatomy and physiology to be an osteopath and do work with clients over nearly 20 years and learned so much about myself in that time realizing how much I didn't know and how much I continue to not know but I want to be aware of that so that I can try and live my life in my best truth but without doing any harm to anyone else and with integrity it's a it's a hard middle ground to balance and it's something I'm trying to do with this particular podcast as well is to to do no harm but speak my truth and, you know, shutting down my voice has been something that's been a large part of my life. And just recently, I've got back to allowing myself to get on stage and sing and to speak out about, you know, how I feel about things, but with integrity. And it's taken me a long time to do this podcast for that reason, too, to not want to hurt anybody, but also to least of all want to hurt myself and to be able to speak about the things that have happened and use that knowledge and that information and those tools to actually help other people to do the same. That's so powerful and it's so important and we really need to be, you know, walking each other home. And as much as that is cheesy, it's true. And sometimes that means that we don't hide things from people. We have a conversation and, you know, honesty with self first as much as is possible. Um, but also an awareness of there's so much that you probably don't know and that other people might help you to discover. And if you have the right tools and the right conversation, the ability to to think about these things and the want to, it takes courage and strength because vulnerability is not an easy thing to do especially not on a podcast you're putting out to everywhere but it's so important because then the real things that matter get talked about things like miscarriages things like you know terrible relationship breaks up breakups things about heartbreak and and trauma these are not things just one person goes through we've all been there in some way or we all know someone who has and having these open conversations is really important but to be able to do that you have to have self-honesty and that courage to move forward. And that's what I've chosen from these events. You know, we're all humans. It doesn't matter what job you do, what you teach. Just because I work within this field doesn't mean to say that, you know, I have to be an expert at dealing with it. I certainly am not. But I'm still learning every day. And the things that I learn and the things that I'm able to, you know, think about and philosophize over and consider an action in my own life, I want to share those things because they're so important. And other people will be able to bring their other bits of the puzzle to the table. But from a very um, deeply emotionally unsettling series of events, I've come to a place where I feel really good (laughs) and really happy. And that doesn't mean to say I don't feel sad sometimes. The whole situation was terribly sad in so many different ways. But I'm settled. I didn't avoid having to sit in the grief and the trauma. I sat with it. I worked with it it became a companion of mine that comes with me. And yes, of course, these events change you, but I haven't become the event. It hasn't become me. It's something that I went through, but it doesn't define me. And that is the best I could have ever hoped for, especially in the midst of some very, very dark times with it. Um, To be able to come through and be able to talk about it like this with compassion, but strength 
and pride actually in a good way you know being proud of what I've achieved there and that's not egotistical in any way it's it's understanding that what I did took courage and what I'm doing now takes courage and that we all go through these various things and create these stories but those stories can help us learn and move forward so yes um, look out on uh, Michelle Louise Health on the, the, the social tag at Michelle Louise Health for information about the next podcast coming out next week and um, on the website which is now live www.michellelouise.co.nz and um, you'll be getting your first uh, full uh, podcast probably about an hour we don't know we'll see how long the talking goes on for and I'll be speaking with another person so we'll be looking at either relationships uh, heartbreak and trauma or women's health all lovely things to look forward to um, but really important conversations that won't just be based around what I went through in the last year but also you know my work with clients over 20 years and also all the other people I've spoken to and kind of been lucky enough to to converse with so thank you for joining me and um, thank you for listening and I look forward to speaking with you next week take care